0: Pastor John Vecchiano is in here. Good morning. Good morning, sir. We also have former uh, commissioner Tender River County and sheriff on the line, Gary Willard. Good morning, Gary. Good morning. How are you? Good. I'm all right. Uh, So uh, Pastor John has his own show on here now. Uh, and it uh-huh. starts at 11 o'clock to 12 o'clock on uh, Wednesdays. But uh, you and I attended a seminar, which Gary would be interested in. He's been a Republican, a lifelong yeah. Republican. What is it? you have a new title?
1: Yeah, so uh, you were my guest at the quarterly Republican Thank Party you. of uh, Florida, RPOF, Republican Party of Florida a quarterly meeting. And, uh, yeah, so you got to see some of the interesting things that go on. on I went course.
0: to a seminar on uh, what's called social well, media. Social media, yeah. They had a person Great. there, yeah. Another one on uh, fundraising. Fundraising, mm-hmm. was very good. So, and the governor had been there the day before, or not the governor, the former governor, Rick Scott. Uh, yeah, Senator, Senator Scott was
1: there a couple of days, yeah. So,
0: so anyway, I just wanted to
1: explain, him. so you're the, what is your title? I am the chairman of the Republican Party of Any uh, River County. Mm-hmm
0: chairman of the inderman county of course uh, mr lemon says what's what's a pastor doing like you can't you can't do that if you're a pastor yeah well,
1: i think i think it was a great uh, great choice because uh you know i just shared my heart with the folks and we know we have a good direction we need to go into we got to bring unity to the party and of course the media wants to divide us with this whole uh you know, President Trump and Governor DeSantis thing. So they're trying to really t- to stick a divide in there. And uh, I'm trying to keep it together. And um, so I'm also the uh, a co-chair with the um, the uh, faith, co- uh, they call it now faith mobilization committee. So we have 67 counties in Florida. And um, so we're going to try to mobilize each county to make sure they have at least a faith committee there and uh, work on their churches in their counties to get the vote out. i heard a Staggering statistic that 25 to 45 million people across America who go to church are not registered to vote, which is mind-boggling.
0: 25 million?
1: 25 to 45 million. What do you think of that,
2: Gary? doesn't surprise me. Every yeah. place you drive around, particularly the Northeast, you see empty churches up for sale.
0: Mm. That's true. Well,
2: where do you think the evangelicals are missing it? Uh, I don't— I. I think so much propaganda on the uh, mainstream or ninety percent of the uh, media, and also I think the churches uh, uh, many times try to uh, overstep what I believe they should be doing as churches.
0: Well, let's take and that, now let's that listen, is, So let's have that. for instance, we got you're the head. Of, what's your official title, head of the? Uh, so, so lemon, lemon is thinking. That as a pastor— yeah, you, I don't know what
1: he's thinking because he never calls me to take an interview or anything. They just write stuff. They never call me. They never ask for an interview. The first right, person I'm, that was was Channel 5 oh, a yeah. week and a half ago. Shannon uh, Cake was great. And, well, I uh, don't
0: see what's yeah. wrong with you doing this. I think it's great to have a just man in the position that you're in. Mm-hmm. There were some behind-the-scenes problems uh, a year ago. And, and, longer, and, yeah. and who could we get to step in? Right. and you have a he has a you'd really like you'd really like John uh Gary he's we met
1: a long time ago but it was yeah, yeah. yeah. John sheriff
0: uh, yeah. John is uh he has a church what's the name of the church
1: We have uh my founding church is the church at the cross in Sebastian and then about 6 years ago we started uh patriot church which is uh really So do you have two churches? They're the same it's a, it's the same building but the patriot church moves around from different churches different times of the month so you, or year Oh really? And, yeah, we do a lot. of But it's outreach. strictly political. Well, it's it's God and country and family all wrapped up together.
0: Yeah. Now the one thing about you though is you have a um, you have a peaceful way about you. I've never I would I've never seen you argue with anybody. Hmm. Uh, I think anybody can approach you and try to have a civil conversation. And you will you uh, will not respond with uncivility with with you know will not respond with uncivility with uncivility mm-hmm. you're always civil very important and unusual especially now do you feel the pressure though because you are representing Jesus right so when you're out there you kind of have to. Walk the razor's edge, but maybe that's not hard for you. It doesn't seem like it's hard for you. Well,
1: it's gotten, uh, it's been interesting because doing this big study with uh, our founding fathers and before the founding fathers, going back to the Great Awakening and even before that, the principles uh, of so many uh, righteous men uh, who helped train up our founding fathers, our our founding uh, of like say Yale, Harvard, Princeton. Those were those were really. Built as Christian training centers, that's and right. They People don't realize empowered, that. Empowered uh, so many of our founding fathers, trained up our founding fathers to have a
0: code. You know uh, a godly code. James
1: Madison was one. That uh, John Winthrop was the uh, president, I think, of Princeton, and uh, he trained up. Uh, you know, James Madison. But so, just I mean, remember
0: just a few years ago, the whole world was in consternation and aggravation of the, the United States because JFK was a, a Catholic, was running for office. So the, oh, no, the Pope's going to run the nation. Right. Do you want? You remember that, Gary? Yes, I do. It, it's okay for you to expound on these things and not just give one or two-word answers, Gary.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I was interested in your interview with John. And trying to, I, 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 what's, John's, what's John's last name?
1: Vacchiano.
0: Vecchiano Italiano. Can you spell it? Sure. V like Victor. A C C. Hold on. V A C C H I H I A N O A N O Vecchiano. It's yeah. only taken me uh, six months to learn. Yeah, he's still learning. <laughs> <laughs> but I- uh, This okay. is Pastor John. That probably means that I'm trying. <laughs> now, I. Did 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 John say he was
2: a former county commissioner?
1: Uh no. Uh what. You, know, you met him. He met you oh, when I you met were you when you were actually sheriff. I met you, so I've been around a while. And uh, then you were county oh, commissioner. Okay. And of course, we all remember the great delicious donuts as well.
0: Yeah, he's a he's a big <laughs> bone guy, <laughs> not quite as big as you, uh, but he's, I, he's, he's, I, he's.
2: How long have you been in uh, in in Florida, Jay? I'm just curious. Yeah, get,
1: so I uh, moved to Florida mm-hmm. in '83, up to uh, Melbourne oh, area first, and spent a year in North Carolina. Came back to Indian River County in 1999
2: hmm Okay, yeah. Yeah, I get down there. I'd like to meet you. Yeah, it'd be great. I'll uh, see you again, sure. Yeah. I get down once in a while. Yeah, he
0: goes down no, once in a while. He's I, supposed I, yeah, to I, come I, down with the bagels and some muffins. And uh he ate all the muffins before they got here, so he, he didn't even call me to tell me he was in town because he was embarrassed that he ate all my muffins. They own <laughs> no, they they He owns bagels. He owns a bagel shop. It's called Wheeler's Bagels oh, up nice. in the Tri-City, and they have two locations up there. Nice. And uh they do have the most delicious. Muffins—they're outrageous. They're like this thing is spilling right. over the top. I mean, the best muffins I've ever had in my life.
1: Where? What town is that? But it was in Johnson City. Okay, Johnson City. Uh, yeah. we're,
2: we're about twenty miles from Bristol. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Those are cookies, though, right? Not 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 muffins.
0: No, the apple muffins.
2: No, no, that I ate on the way down. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh! Which cookies? Oh, my half and halfs. No, no, they were, uh, what, I call, what do they call them? Uh, oh, that's right. The last time
0: you came down here, you yeah. forgot my muffins.
2: That's right. Now you got it.
0: Yeah. I bet you just so, used that as an excuse not to call me.
2: I didn't call you?
0: You didn't try to call me. Why did you try to try? Did you know I was lonely? That's Frank the uh, Mothers of Invention. Remember that group? Let's that's, talk
2: about I was something. in and out. <laughs>
0: Let's talk about something sensible. We've got people that say Putin's doing the right thing, that he's emancipating the people of Ukraine. We have a lot of people saying Putin is a murderer. Uh, what do you think about this okay. whole thing with the Ukraine? What's your take?
2: Okay. Well, My opinion? Yeah. Okay, I, I don't know who you're talking about. Anyway, up until about two weeks ago, I was one of the individuals that believed we should be in Ukraine. My position has changed 180 degrees. Wow. Why? Based on history. I constantly look at history as to see where we're going and what the future is. Yeah. And I happened to think we should have been in Vietnam. in Vietnam. I thought we should be in Korea. I thought we should be in Afghanistan. I thought we should be in Iraq and I was wrong in all four of them. So why would I continue along that line and be in favor of Ukraine? Because the government lies to us so much, we're, and now they got the new news media with their propaganda, mm. and it, they, they're not even careful about what they lie to you about now. In fact, they just got rid of the IRS group that was investigating uh, Hunter, Hunter Biden. Yeah. Uh, the only thing I'll say, and then I'll shut up, Just to, to, I, I've been saying for the last five or six years, I don't know if we're going to get there, but we're headed toward a, 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 a civil war. And if we do have something, it's going to be more like the American Revolution. It's going to be about our form of government. I don't know what's going to happen, but I can tell you one of two things is going to happen. And people are starting to wake up. And I believe, I, I really believe, and I probably won't be, I may not be around long enough to realize it, but uh, I believe that in the near future, and I don't know how long it'll take, the people out in middle America that are still Americans, that believe in the Constitution and patriotism and God and country, they're going to do one of two things pretty soon. They're either going to lay down and give up, or they're going to stand up and fight. But it will come to a head, and one of those things is going to have to happen.
0: Well, who are you going to shoot at? You know, we don't have the blue team and the and the what's well, the gray team. We don't we don't have teams. We don't have we don't have outfits. We don't have how are you going to differentiate? It's
2: not a it's it's, it's not a matter. It's not a matter of well, how do they differentiate during the American Revolution? That's my point.
0: Do you think it'll be? You a, do powers? you think it'll be a physical war, or do you think it'll be? a— I
2: don't. I don't know. I would think that, and hopefully, it'll be a political war. As things continue, in fact, I think we're in it right now, just like with the Durham report and the two takes on that from one side or the other, and the corruption and the lies and people are gradually starting to wake up. Uh, Bush beer is a fine example of that. Disney World is another example of that. Netflix is another example of that. There's more of us than there are of the war- woke crowd. And people are starting to say enough is enough. And so it's going to take time. Uh, we, we, we've been headed toward the situation we're in right now. I think it started with vigor with uh, Vietnam. And, and we've progressed down this road toward socialism and anti-government and all the people that are part of the woke crowd today and the very liberal Democrats, those people used to be actually right because they didn't like government, they didn't trust government. And now, basically, they're in bed with big government and big business. I I listen to uh, Robert Kennedy speak. In fact, almost everything I've heard him say, I I agree with. But he used a word, I didn't know what it was, I had to look it up. And it's called kleptocracy. And that's exactly what we are in. It's called what? Say it again. And what is that? Kleptomaniac? Well, what it is, is it's when big government gets in bed with big business and they keep funneling money back and forth. And the middle class becomes the lower class. And it's about big business, big government, and bed together for power and riches and money.
0: And ironically, this is the Democrats who are supposed to be the party for the people, and they are not.
2: No, they aren't, and, but but that's what kleptocracy is. And uh, anyway, and I think it, now he very eloquently uh, said what he said. I, I had to look it up because I hadn't heard the word. Anyway, I think it's true. I think uh, big government, big business are in bed together. And, and the little people, in fact, I saw some stats yesterday. Uh, I think uh, Robert Kennedy Jr. was on one of the programs last night. And one of the things he said was, I don't remember the exact numbers. It was like 70% of the wealth of this country was in the hands of the middle class. And now it's down to like 23%. And the wealthy used to be about 25% of the economy. And now they're about 70% of the economy, uh, the, the wealth in the economy. And this has been going on gradually, slowly. It's like the old adage, you're putting a frog in cold water and bringing it to a boil so he doesn't jump out. Instead of putting him in hot water and he jumps right out again. And this has been going on now for, what, six decades. And we better grab a hold. or I I doubt that it's going to affect me because I'll be 78 years old in July. And unless this thing happens more rapidly than it has in the past, uh, I don't think I'll be around to see it. But on the other hand, though, to contradict what I just said about not being here, Somebody said once that uh, that uh, everything happens uh, slowly until one day it happens fast. Mm-hmm. Mm. And uh, so I don't I don't know I I I'll tell you what I watch TV now and I watch the news and I watch Fox and I watch CNN and I don't watch them very long I can't watch CNN and very long but I watch Fox and I fast forward through probably eighty five percent of it. And only pick up the new stuff to get an idea what's going on. So I don't trust anybody. And that's unfortunate. And in a sense, I'm playing into the hands that are doing the manipulation. I don't get upset with Biden. I don't like him. I've never liked him. And he's a crook and he's not a good person. But right now, I don't think he even has a clue what day it is. I think they probably dress him and uh, put the stuff in that he can still read. And that's about the extent of it. But I watch TV to find out what they're going to lie about me today or lie to me about today, I should say. when I, Anybody from the federal government comes on, okay, what are you gonna, Okay, I'm anxious, I'm curious, what are you going to lie about today? Just like Biden the other day said, our border's in great shape. Yeah. One, one other either. thing, the propaganda. I, I saw a while back, just a week or two ago, or three, uh, a transvestite who got evicted for not paying the rent, apparently. This was an NPR story shot, killed herself, uh, committed suicide. The story was she was trans, didn't pay her rent, got evicted, and committed suicide. That was the news story. What they didn't tell you, she committed suicide right after she shot the deputy in the head that served her with the papers. Right. It's mind-boggling. we are being lied to by the yeah. press and the government. And I, I talked to some of these people I know that are still woke, and I, I, they're still woke. They 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 hate Trump so much they can't see anything but their hatred, and they're playing. They're destroying well, the country. I would like of, I would like
0: to I would like to say this from a you'll get this from a biblical point of view. And John, you might you, as a pastor, you might know where this is. All I know is I remember I was up in uh, Charlotte, North Carolina, one time, and this other young man who was traveling uh, told me this that it says in somewhere in the Bible it says uh, put the put the. Put the field on fire. Set the field on fire, and it will reveal what's in the field. Now, I thought that meant if we go through trying times, it will reveal our true character. That's how I took it, and it was applicable to that situation. But now I see where the Bible says put fire to the field, and it will reveal what's going to fly out of that field. Now, now Trump came along. Trump's a genius. He's great with economy, blah, blah, blah. But he does he is a little aberrant with his behavior— and goes over the edge with some of the weird stuff he does. So he's the perfect candidate that God could put in position, because we didn't know all these people were sleeping out there that are really dangerous mentally. And he set fire, he was the fire, in the field, and we've seen what's emerged. We've seen the hatred that's emerged. We've seen the prejudice that was sleeping there that's emerged.
2: I think what you say is accurate. What I would add to that is that, where we've been going for the last six decades, Obama accelerated, which put the public to wake up a little bit and put Trump in power. And he accelerated it even farther because he wasn't in bed with the Republicans or the Democrats. Right. And if I am a Republican, have been a Republican, a registered Republican, and, uh, but I can tell you what, I, I'm still a registered Republican, but I'm an independent now me, yeah uh, me too.
0: You're an, now this is something I'm, new with you, right?
2: Yeah, I I you know, here here's to make a point. Not not to be accurate, just to make it a point. Yeah. About 100% of the elected democrats in Washington DC are liars and corrupt. And only about 96% of the republicans.
0: What do you think now you're the head of the Republican, you're the Republican chair right here Pastor John? Yeah, in our county, okay. yeah. So what do you feel when I have to agree with Gary um, that here's Gary, a lifelong Republican? Mm-hmm. He's met with presidents. He's met with governors. In- and he was in the thick of it. Now he calls himself an independent. And I'm on the verge of calling myself an independent, like this guy Mitch McConnell. He was on my show. It's a long story. I made sure I wasn't here that day because I can't stand the guy. Somebody else was doing the show. but uh, And ironically, the, the guy ticked him off because 45 minutes into it, Mitch says, I'm here to sell my new book, to promote my new book. What are we gonna talk about my book? But anyway, there's just something intrinsically in my gut that says I didn't really like that man. So what do you think as the head of the of the head of the uh, Republican committee here in Vero Beach, Florida, that we've got a lifelong Republican who now is calling himself
2: yeah. uh independent. I'm talking on a national, national. I'm talking on a national scale, mm-hmm. not 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 local scale.
1: Yeah, okay. But but basically we have, you know, two two clearly distinctively different platforms. We've seen two totally different administrations like I've never seen in my lifetime. What a
0: dichotomy.
1: Yes. So we've seen, and the way things have gotten so bad so fast in the last two and a half years has got to hopefully awaken people to say, look, this is not a Republican or Democratic thing. It's not this battle. This battle is about America. What are we going to do as Americans to get our country back on right track, are we going to get past the the mean tweets and the ugliness? Are we yeah. going to look at? Can we look at policy and see what, which which policies actually worked
0: better for our country? How about country? dignity? Yeah. Let's all talk. I mean, somebody was saying, these kids are telling me online, I'm saying stuff on Facebook. Oh, this is the boomers' to attempt to be relevant. Mm-hmm. And I said, excuse me, you're relevant and I'm relevant. Everybody's relevant. What is this thing you're trying to put me down? I'm a 70-year-old man. I, you, 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 what are you going to do? You think your little arrows or little uh, darts actually hurt me. Look, we got we do have to say goodbye for now. You have probably you have your show yep. all booked up, right? Yep. But in the future, I hope you and Gary will get together and you have awesome. him as a guest. Yeah, yeah. He'd, he'd like to interview you on his show sometime, Gary. But uh, I appreciate you uh, being willing to talk yeah. to us today. We got to give him his airtime, and uh, and then he'll, he'll he'll connect with you in the near future. I've given him. By the way, which number is uh, is yours? I won't say the first three numbers, but I will say the. That's uh, sorry. Seven, seven seven two. Eighteen forty eight. Is that you, or is that is that Mrs. Wheeler? That's
2: Dan. I can give you my whole number. I don't care who calls me. I've, I've never had an five three two in my nine six
0: life. five three two nine six four nine. Right? Right. Seven seven two five three two
2: nine six four nine. Okay, and that's Gary's personal right. number. Great.
1: Great. All thank right. you, sir. Good. Hey, Good Thank to you. see you. Yeah, good talking you talk to you, Gary. Yeah, I
2: look
0: thanks. forward to seeing you okay, up in New thanks. York State soon, I hope. Hey, today's broadcast brought to uh-huh. you by Center for Advanced Eye Care. Eye doctors that genuinely care about your eye care. Good enough for my mom, my dad, my wife, my life, your life too, or I wouldn't endorse them. Center for Advanced Eye Care. I promise you it's the wise decision for you and your children. Me too. You too? Yes, sir. Oh, you go there too? Absolutely. Cool. All right, we'll be right
2: back. No, I have to turn up hey, right. the... Are you still there? John, uh, give me a shot. I'd I'd love to talk to you on on your show if you want to have a conversation.